informative podcast all about training working dogs look no further than the lwdg pod dog this weekly show is hosted by me joanne perrott founder of the ladies working dog group and i chat to experienced trainers and experts in the field who will give you helpful tips and advice whether you're just getting started or you've been working dogs for years this podcast will have something for you so pull up a chair pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to lwdg pod dog and let us help you build a better bond with your best friend. Hello and welcome to another episode of LWDG Pod Dog. Joining me this week is the Managing Director of Selmark Forensic Services. How are you today, David? I'm very well, thank you, Jim. So, David, tell me a little bit about um, Selmark Forensic Services and how you became involved in the dog world. Well, Joe, Selmark is a forensic company, which means that we provide a range of laboratory testing services for the police. Um, And we've done this for over 30 years now. Uh, The police tend to attend most crime scenes, but they recover evidence and then they send it in for laboratory analysis. And that might be DNA testing, it might be glass analysis, it might be footwear comparisons or gunshot residue analysis, a whole range of services. And these are the services that we provide to the police for the investigation of a whole range of offences, from burglaries through to to homicides. And our scientists uh, will go to crime scenes right through to the delivery of forensic evidence in court to support police investigations. Um, And uh, because we've been involved in doing DNA testing for such a long time, and one of the largest providers of these services in the country with contracts with almost all police forces across the country, um, uh, because we have this history of providing forensic services, um, the police came to us to say, you know, we have a problem um, because of the rise in dog theft, where we've recovered some dogs, but we can't identify them. We can't return them to their rightful owners. And they said, is there anything that you can do to help? So what we have been involved with doing is taking the DNA technology that we use for the investigation of crime um, and applying it to identify dogs. Um, We know that we can recover a DNA sample um, from almost any biological material, and that's why in a forensic investigation we can test some blood at a crime scene with some saliva, with some tissue, with a whole range of different things, and get the same DNA information. And so what we have done for the Dog DNA Profiling Service, DNA Protected, is to work up a system where with just a simple mouth swab, we can collect a few cells from the inside of the dog's mouth, we can do a DNA profile that's specific for dogs, and we can load that onto a DNA database, which makes it available to the police up and down the country. When I first heard about your service, I was absolutely like fascinated to find out more, and that's what's led to this podcast. Simply through, we all know there's been like this huge um, increase in, in dog thefts in general, definitely within gun dog thefts, definitely within uh, breeds like the Cocker Spaniels, which are incredibly, incredibly wanted by the UK at the moment. The thing that 
fascinated me the most about this, I suppose, is we hear about terrible things where like chips have been cut out, tattoos, years have been cut off with tattoos. And as an owner, you are left feeling incredibly overwhelmed that there is nothing that you can really do that is going to keep your dog safe. DNA is something no criminal can take away from your dog, is it? Absolutely right. And this was something that the, the police were particularly interested to look at because the dogs that they had recovered didn't have chips. Now, of course, chipping your, your dog is a legal requirement and it's your first line of defence. Um, and clearly that is uh, something that's really important to do. But in the event that there isn't a chip available and chips can go wrong, they can stop working, and we hear reports of them being cut out by criminals, um, if you can't identify a, a dog that way, um, being able to look at the DNA of the animal is really a, a fail-safe way of being able to do this because the great thing about DNA is it's, it's nature's own identification system. Um, it's with the dog for all its life, it doesn't change, and what's more, it's unique to that animal apart from genetically identical twins. So just as it's a perfect tool for identifying uh, individuals uh, in criminal activity um, uh, for the police, for, for humans, exactly the same approach works for dog identification and so this is really a, an extra level of reassurance that we can give dog owners because they can store that dna profile it goes on the database and not only could it help the police reunite the dog with an owner but if there's any dispute over ownership you have that record of the of your dog's dna stored so that uh, that's proof uh, that that is your animal yeah because you make a really valid point there how do you at the moment really confirm ownership because yes you've got chips and chips can tell you so much but we get people call and say you know i've got this dog it's got a chip that chip isn't registered to anyone at all whoever chipped it didn't go and take the next step of registering ownership from that chip and it's it's almost a minefield in itself so you've got really something that you're offering that's going to allow owners to attack both sides of that problem, isn't it? It, it is, you're absolutely right. But, but another really important aspect of this, um, and I'm a dog owner too, is that, um, that part of uh, the benefit of this service is we hope that it acts as a deterrent as well. And this has been really one of the reasons why the police have been very active in promoting this in a number of different areas as a crime prevention initiative. Um, when you have your dog profiled and loaded onto the Forensic Dog DNA database, um, we supply you with a dog tag that's, that actually says, I'm on the Forensic Dog DNA database, and also window stickers to put in your car or in your, your home. And also we make available um, dog collars and dog leads, which all say, I'm on the Dog DNA database. Now, um, of course, this isn't going to deter some criminals, but on the other hand, it may put some other people off. And it works in exactly the same sort of way as, as, uh, as we know the police tell us that if, a, if someone goes down a, down a road and they can see um, uh, a, a burglar alarm on the outside of a house, they'll think twice about going there as opposed to going to a house where there isn't a burglar alarm. And uh, we, the police genuinely think that this sort of approach of taking steps to DNA protect your dog uh, may act as a deterrent. And so this crime prevention element of this is really very valuable as well. And of course, none of us want to be in a situation where you have lost your, your dog. Uh, so anything you can do to help with crime prevention as well is, is a good thing. 
I was looking through your website, DNA, the DNA Protected website, to like research this before we had this chat. And I was looking in the shop at like the collars and the leads that say, you know, I'm DNA protected. And I was thinking very much along the lines of what you've just said, which is if you've got somebody watching your dog before they take your dog, which tends to be the pattern, then they know that that dog is registered. That yes. is something that might be enough to say, well, I'll leave that dog alone and maybe this dog is a better option. And I know that I would want somebody else's dog to be stolen, but at least it's something that, that might act like a level of defence for your dog. Yes, indeed. And, and that um, the, you know, the police are particularly keen to see um, all the sorts of measures that you need to take to try and deter uh, theft. And of course, you know, there are a whole range of things that you want to be doing. We talked about chipping earlier on, but it's also about security within your own home and not leaving the dog in the car or in, or, or in the garden uh, and attending, making sure you've got locks on your houses, a whole range of things. But this is another layer of, uh, of deterrent, but also ultimately of identification so that if the worst were to happen, uh, then at least you have a record that that is your dog uh, and it could help the police identify you and return the animal to you and certainly it could be used uh, to confirm ownership. We're used to the idea of DNA being used in the criminal prosecution system. We are used to reading about people or watching on dreadful TV shows about DNA. <laughs> is he the father? Is he not? All this sort of dramatisation. It's nice to see something that is incredibly valued to the people who are going to be using it. Is it easy to have your dog's DNA taken? Uh, well, it is, yes. Um, uh, it, it's interesting, you're absolutely right. Um, that DNA profiling has revolutionised the investigation of crime. Cellmark uh, was actually the first laboratory in the world to be doing DNA testing. We were set up in 1987. And, and you may remember that, uh, that the whole uh, process of DNA fingerprinting or DNA profiling was a, was a UK invention, invented by, invented by uh, Professor Sir Alec Jeffries at Leicester University. And Cellmark got together with Professor Jeffries right in those early days in 1987 uh, and set up Cellmark specifically for, for using DNA technology. And since then, the technology has gone right around the world for investigating crime. Um, but you're absolutely right as far as how easy it is um, because uh, it only takes a simple mouth swab to collect a DNA sample. Um, it's a very straightforward thing to do. And we make it even uh, a little bit easier because uh, what we do is we provide you with a swab, but also a collection card. And so you swab the inside of the dog's mouth and then press the swab onto a collection card. And the great thing about that is that once the DNA is transferred onto the collection card, and it's a really straightforward process to do. In fact, um, the collection card is pink. And when you press the swab onto it, it turns white to show you that you've taken a DNA sample. That stores and protects the DNA sample. And it means that that can be, um, can be returned to us in the post uh, at room temperature. There's no need to protect the DNA. Um, and actually, uh, that can be stored in that format for 10, 20, 30 years if need be. And we can do multiple tests on that sample to provide a DNA profile um, that's, uh, that uh, can be used not only to go onto the database, but if in the event that there were some sort of investigation, we could do further testing if that was required. With regards then to the DNA, obviously, as you just mentioned, it can be stored for a long time. Who can access my dog's DNA if I've given it to you? 
Yeah, it's a really, it's a really important question. Um, uh, Cellmark provides services to the police. Um, and as such, we are very highly regulated. As you would expect, we have appropriate quality accreditations for all the work that we do, which in our world is, is the ISO 17025 accreditation, uh, which means that we have independent assessment of, of the work that we've done, uh, that, that, that we carry out. Um, uh, and it's also approved by the, by the police process themselves uh, for this work. But along with that, we have accreditations for data security uh, because clearly you will be providing some information which is going to go onto a, a database and you want to make sure that your data is going to be stored appropriately. Uh, we have ISO 27001, uh, which again is a quality accreditation for all the IT systems we have in place and the security arrangements that we have to have in place if we're going to hold police data and, and, and deal with, with the police as, as you would expect. Um, and uh, what we will do is make the DNA information available for searching by the police. So if the police come to us because they've recovered an animal, they can send in a DNA sample and we will search the database for them and then say, yes, um, that dog is in our database uh, and we can get in contact with the dog owner and pass on the information through to the police that, that they, they have recovered uh, that dog. But no one else has direct access to the information. It's held securely within our servers um, because that's obviously something that's really important. We won't use anybody's data for anything other than storing that information so that it can, so that an animal can be returned to its owner um, if, uh, if it should be identified by the police. So would I be right in thinking that like obviously the police would look for a tag first because they are uh, a legal requirement then they're going to look for a chip first. Are yeah. the police forces going to use swabs where those things aren't available or is this still a new a new way of doing things where it's going to take time for the police forces to to come along board with this I, th I think inevitably it will take some time for every police officer to understand and know what is possible um but uh, one of the advantages we have is um, because we've been providing forensic services to the police for such a long time, we have contracts to provide DNA testing to almost all the police forces in the country. And of course, any police force, um, if they know to test a DNA animal, uh, then they can get access to the database through Cellmark. Um, but, but you're absolutely right. It's important that the individual officer who might recover an animal needs to know that this is something they can do. And so we have been working with our police forces and putting information out um, and it's also really important that if your dog were to be stolen and you report it to the police to let them know uh, that uh, that you've had a DNA profile taken and it's stored and so individual dog owners can can help by making sure that the police officers involved who might be investigating your case um, uh, are aware that that that, uh, that you've had a DNA profile taken and it's on the database. And then with regards to, I'm sure pretty much every single person listening to this is is now either ready to sort of get it straight away or they're asking the next question, which is, what is the cost of this? Now, I've got to be honest, when I looked on your website, I was really shocked how inexpensive I felt <laughs> it was. Um, do people, you know, it's not an expensive process, is it? 
It, it's not, I mean, the, the, the standard price is £74.99 and that's a one-off charge. And a one-off charge includes the sampling kit, it includes the DNA profile and it includes uh, at least 10 years storage on the database. You don't have to pay each year to have it maintained on there, it'll stay there. If you need to change uh, details because you move house or whatever, that's all uh, included, you can, you can do that. Um, uh, so overall, it's a, it, it, we think it's a relatively um, a reasonable investment um, uh, to have your dog DNA profiled and put onto the DNA database. Now, I know from my research and my discussions with uh, your organization that this is not like a health test in DNA or a breed test in DNA. Are there things that in the future you will look to or you, is this DNA going to be used just for this theft um, Prevention. Yeah. Theft prevention. Yeah, um, it, it's a very good question, and um, uh, it is uh, quite possible that we might explore other information that we could uh, glean from DNA, with obviously the, the agreement of owners. But but Cellmark is primarily a forensic company. We specialise in forensic identification, and the markers that have been chosen here are specifically um, for. Uh, for identifying an animal and differentiating one from another, which is which is really important. And these particular markers have been developed specifically for forensic work and for databasing. Um, now, that's really the whole point of, of this service. It's around crime prevention and it's about being able to identify an animal and return it to its rightful owner should it be recovered by the police. And that's our primary focus. The other thing to remember here is, of course, if the police are involved in a forensic investigation, um, Identifying through DNA might be one part of being able to uh, uh, to make sure that you're reunited with your with your dog, um, but there will always inevitably be other forensic investigation work that's needed by the police to complete an investigation to bring someone to to, to, to be prosecuted for the offence. Because what we are keen to see is that someone doesn't go on to do it else uh, again, um, and this is again somewhere uh, an area where. Um, we have such a, a lot of expertise. We employ about 500 people in the UK. Um, uh, the majority of those are scientists, and these are forensic scientists doing a whole range of criminal investigation work to, to, to assist the police. And so when it comes to investigating dog theft, yes, identifying the dog is a really important part, but also really important will be the other aspects of the investigation to identify uh, the person that's, that, that's stolen the animal. And that might involve a whole range of human DNA testing, or it might involve um, other um, uh, important um, aspects, such as I mentioned earlier on, whether it's, it's glass comparisons where a window has been broken for, for stealing an animal and can find glass uh, fragments on the, on the owner's clothes, whether it's footwear marks, um, whether it's a whole range of other things. Uh, Cellmark provides a complete service to the police to do those sorts of investigations. Now, this is probably a very random question, David, but I probably watch too many crime thrillers on TV, which seems to be my husband's go-to every single night. But for example, a lot of these dogs are stolen for breeding. Yes. If a if an offspring is um, tested, it's, I, I send in a sample from my new pack and that comes up, can that flag that the parents are stolen or is, it, is that a different type of thing? Are we going too far into this now? No, no, you're you're absolutely right. That DNA is inherited, and and uh, each puppy inherits half its DNA from the dam, half from the sire, um, and so exactly these same markers can be used for a paternity test or a maternity test to demonstrate 
the true parents of an animal, but also to help identify, as you say, an animal that we may not have the actual uh, the actual um, dog uh, located, but actually it's possible for us to be able to go through and see whether or not uh, they might be related to any of the dogs on the, on the database uh, if we know that something's been stolen. And another thing that's worth remembering as well on this is that um, yeah, it, it, it's also possible for us to recover DNA uh, in an investigation if if you hadn't had uh, your dog profiled um, uh, from dog chews and uh, and other aspect uh, other things that the dog may have come in contact with uh, and left saliva that we can recover DNA from. Now that's not really your most reliable approach, particularly if you have more than one dog. Then it's really difficult to be certain as to whether or not where that, that DNA has come from. But we have been involved in criminal investigation work uh, where we have had to be able to identify um, uh, dogs. Uh, from uh, saliva or blood found at, a, found at a crime scene. I think the work you're doing is incredibly supportive. And, you know, with it being uh, Gun Dog Theft Awareness Week, I, I'm pretty sure most of the ladies or most of the people listening aren't aware of your service. If they wanted to find out more, how exactly do they find you? Well, the easiest thing is to go on the website, um, which uh, is... Uh, www.dnaprotected.co.uk. Um, you'll find a customer services number there. We have a, a large customer services team. And if you phone in and you want to talk through some of the issues, they're very happy to, um, uh, to, 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 to help you with that. Um, but it's also helpful if you go to the website because um, you'll also see that we have um, uh, trust pilot reviews there from people who've used our services. Uh, and overall, um, we've been really pleased with the, with the feedback we've had from our customers. We have a five-star rating uh, with people really feeling reassured that once they've had their DNA profile taken, that that's, they've taken all the steps they need to really to make sure that um, should uh, their dog be, be stolen, at least they know that they have the DNA stored and can be used for identification later. If I was to have my dog's DNA profiled and then I sell my dogs, is it quite easy to tell you guys that I've done that and pass on the ownership? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. It's uh, if uh, we would we need to make sure in those circumstances that it really is you because it be it really wouldn't work if um, if someone stole a dog and then wrote to us and said, "Oh goodness me, this is my dog now. Can you change the details?" We clearly have some procedures to go through to make sure that it really is you uh, that wants to change ownership. Um, but once we've gone through those security arrangements, um, then yes, we can make those changes and you can transfer ownership of a dog. And this is why it works for breeders because it's possible for breeders. To, to have all their puppies uh, profiled uh, and then as they sell them on to say we've already we've already um, had the dog profiled and it's on the database um, and they can send through details to, to transfer ownership on the website. I do honestly as I speak to you think that this is going to be something that becomes as standard with gun dogs. We've put a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of our heart, soul, tears into training our gun dogs and I'm as much as everybody loves their pet gun dogs I'm sure gun dogs for us really are such a huge part of, of our our working and social lives with regards to uh, gun dog theft awareness week you wanted to raise awareness for this week is there anything else that the police are doing that we could become involved with or do you think I you know talking to you I really think this should be if you do one good thing this week it should be this shouldn't it well, that's very good of you to say, and, and, and absolutely, it is something that you um, can quite easily do. Um, 
you actually take the sample yourself. So go if you go on the website and order a kit, it'll get sent to you, it'll be with you in the next, next couple of days, and you can take the sample yourself and send it off in the post. It's really quite straightforward to do. We even have a video on the website which shows you how to take the sample. It's very straightforward um, and, and to put your details in through the website and, and, and send it off. The police, um, you know, are, are, you know, will make lots of recommendations to you, uh, we, which we've already spoken a little bit about, about the, the, the standard security procedures that you should be following, obviously, uh, to try and make sure that your dog isn't stolen. Um, but also, um, even the government has come out and said that uh, they support initiatives such as this, such as DNA taking, as a further level of, uh, of protection uh, to help uh, dog owners feel reassured that something is being done or they can do something, uh, not only to try and deter dog theft, but also to try and uh, combat the criminals and make sure that, uh, that, animal, the, that dogs can be returned for the rightful owners. Read it through your website. I, I implore everyone to go and look at it just for the data, just to understand it, just for awareness, pass it on to your community, your friends, whether they're getting dogs or not, just the more people that know about it, including your friends who are police, let them know about it too, so that we can get this information out there. But also, you have two lovely, no, I'm not lovely in, in the sense of what they're about, but case studies which show how important this really is, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I mean, we, uh, we're involved in a lot of criminal investigations, and we put a couple of examples on the, the website of, of crimes in, involving dogs. One um, is, a, is, a, is a case um, where uh, a dog, uh, well, a breeder had had, had, had dogs stolen, um, and uh, one of them was recovered. Um, uh, uh, the, the terrible story there is, you know, again, it's something the police would tell you not to do, where the, the dog was was bought in a car park. Um, really, something that shouldn't happen. Um, uh, but in that instance, it was possible for us to do a DNA test and uh, prove who the, the, the real owner was, the breeder, and have the, uh, the, the dog returned. Uh, the, other, the other story that's on there is actually a, a situation where a, a dog uh, was actually, actually stabbed um, uh, in a, a domestic dispute. Um, and uh, that story just talks, the, the, the dog survived, thankfully, um, but the story just talks a little bit about how we were able to identify um, uh, the person responsible uh, through DNA profiling uh, to make sure that uh, they were appropriately prosecuted. Fantastic. Well, thank you very, very, very much for your time today. It's massively appreciated. Thank you very much to your organisation for making us at the LWDG aware of it. We'll put in the show notes links to um, your website and to all the information that you've given us today. And for anybody listening, if I can just reiterate it again, please make sure, even if you just pass this information off by word of mouth, that you tell people to go and have a little look at the website and let's do our best to make sure that Gundog Theft Awareness Week has as much impact as possible. Thank you very much, David, and thank you to our listeners, and we look forward to speaking to you all next week. Joe, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you ever so much. Thank you for listening to LWDG Poddog with me, Joe Parrott. Now, we all know training a dog takes time, energy and patience, but our lives can be really, really busy. Don't worry, the LWDG has got you covered. Join us for our free planning workshop where we'll show you how to use short 10-minute training sessions each day to fast-forward your dog's education. Our experts have years of experience in training dogs and will help you get started on the right foot. Register now and start making progress with your furry friend today. 
go to our Facebook page, The Ladies Working Dog Group, and click on the pinned post, or visit www.thelwdg.com.